Hello everyone. Welcome to the Mystic Mindcast. This is your host, Michelle Hyatt. And today I'd like to talk about cognitive loops and how they are a conflict for your life. Stay tuned. So before I start off here, get knee deep into this topic, I'd like to just paint a picture of what I'm observing, or rather, I'm a part of. I'm standing out here in a park, my favorite spot. Got a nice breeze coming out from the valley. Diamond Head, not too far from me. It's about a half moon, but it's relatively dark. And I like it. It's very peaceful, very calming. This is a good spot for me to come and just kind of air out my, my thoughts, make affirmations, etc. So I bring this up because last week, last week, a week ago, in the same spot, I had made a log. What I've been doing is making mindfulness logs. And I do it auto I do it audibly. Well, audio form. Is that even the word audibly? I know they use audibles in football, but anyways, I made a log in audio form. And it was about what I want. What I truly desire in life. I'm going to get to that in a second. But first I'll start off this story kind of like... That's kind of like a flashback to last week. But we had a conversation with one of my friends today. And I had a conversation with another friend yesterday. About a similar, a similar topic. Same thing actually. Same thing. Not so much about cognitive loops. You're probably wondering, what is a cognitive loop? I'm going to get to that. So, let's see. I was talking with a friend today about cognitive loops. Cognitive loops, if you look this up online, uh, actually look up Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about this quite a bit as far as how people, how most people live their lives and most people live their lives in a loop. Basically what a cognitive loop is, is that you've lived in life for so long and it is a certain way. It's basically a certain way because that's the way you've lived it and that's, that's what makes you comfortable. You're content. And you've lived this life that certain way for so long that it's so, it's more difficult to break out of if you don't even realize you're doing it. So the topic came up today and and, and we've talked about this several times before. Cognitive loops. So now it has a word, a phrase, cognitive loops. I want you to just think about that for a second. What is a loop? It kind of goes just, a loop, right? 
It's continuous. It's almost infinite, really, if you think about it. So anyways, I was talking to my friend. Now, he lives in the mainland. We talk about, like, all kinds of stuff, and this came up today. In fact, it was the very first thing that he started off with. Which I thought it was ironic. And I'm going to say it's ironic because he was talking about... He had mentioned and brought up the uh, fact that he couldn't he couldn't go out and say do a bunch of stuff because he felt like he'd be spending a lot of money and so I thought about it a little bit and I was like well okay that's a fair assessment it's very analytical however here's the conflict because it's not the first time he's brought this up. He's brought it up many times before. This is the very first time I had a good uh, food for thought for him. Because I've had my own food for thought. And I'm going to get to that. My food for thought being what I made in my blog last week, which actually didn't record like I wanted to. So I feel like this is the very first time I'm recording it or rather it's the second time I'm recording it but this time in the podcast form so my friend he's been concerned about well I can't make friends and etc etc I can't get out and I can't get out because I don't want to spend a lot of money and money is an issue for me and so Again, it's a very analytical assessment on one's thought, um, lifestyle, etc. But then I thought about it, and I was like, well, have you considered that, in so many words, that this is a cognitive loop? The same thing he brought up prior to we talking about this, by the way. So... He brought up the very thing that told him, like, you know, maybe you should ask yourself this question because I, I understand and then I, you know, I get it. You know, being in a situation where money is tight. However, I wonder if that thought process of being, well, money is tight, I can't do it, means that you have created a life now, stay with me for a second. You've created a lifestyle that stays inside the bubble of not spending a lot of money. So, basically, what you're telling me is that you don't spend the money, not necessarily because you don't have it, but you're spending it because you believe that you're going to splurge. And so we talked about it a little bit further. Now, I asked him the question, okay, well... If money wasn't a factor, what would you do? And he told me. He said, I'm going to... I'm thinking about skydiving, for example, or... Uh, he said something else. I can't remember. But in either case, the things that he told me weren't things that would paint a picture of a person that splurges. It paints a picture of someone that's planning. 
So then I, I told him to think further on this. Like, okay, I understand you don't want to splurge. And that's, I don't, I'm the same way. I don't like to splurge. Splurging means you don't have a plan. But you, what you just told me is that you have a plan. So now I told him to think further. Why not plan these things out? Because, in effect, if you're concerned about splurging, that's not a problem. You've already planned this out. You just haven't made it a goal. You just haven't made it a, an objective in your life. Because you're stuck behind this, this loop, this wall. That like, well, if I go out, I'm going to spend a lot of money. Well, think about it this way. What if you plan for these things? You make it an objective. You change the, the trajectory of your lifestyle so that no longer are you limited by splurging. Because that's, in my eyes, when he said that, I was like, well, that might be your problem, but it's not really a problem. It's just a problem you created. You see... If you take out the factor of splurging, which it doesn't seem like you do anyways, then you've created something. You've gone beyond the loop. You've exceeded the cognitive loop that you've created for yourself. And in this case, that's not going out because X. X in this case is splurging, which doesn't seem like he do, so X is not the problem. It's the thinking that's the problem. It's the mindset that's the issue. And by no means, I am perfect at this. I'm not at all. In fact, last week, but he thanked me for it, the food of thought. And I was like, you know, no worries. Because I told him, like, yo, I have my own cognitive loop that I was in. I'm, not, I'm still in it. But I'm kind of like really thinking about my thinking about it for reals. What is it that Michelle wants? That's the question that came up. And so in my conversation with my other friend last night, we talked a little bit about just things in the future. And apparently he is moving away with his girlfriend to another part of the island that's a bit further away from me. And so it came up. I've had some issues this year. And but part of the reason why well that's part of the reason why I've kind of like not been active as far as anything. Photography, business, Pretty much everything has been put on hold, just for a little bit. Now I've started going out and doing a little bit more photography here and there, but this year's been kind of a roller coaster as far as my allergies, and it's just, it's been crazy. But another part of the reason why I haven't really been active is because I told him, it's like I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about just what I want, what I want in life. And 
And so I told him just kind of like a little bit, a brief um, part, basically a brief part of my mindfulness log that I made last week, which didn't record, just fine. I put it out in the universe and the question came up, what do you want? What do you want? So for me, I have been in Hawaii for about 12 years, almost 13 years now. And I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to tell you this story, my story, about a personal cognitive loop of mine. Nothing too crazy, but I've been on an island of Hawaii, islands, for about 13 years now. 13 years I've been here. I can't say that it's always been a great experience. In fact, my first couple of years, it was rough. Or rather the first year. The first, the very first year moving out here was rough. And I can remember times where I was sleeping in my car. Not for very long, but for the time that I was doing it, it, just, it seemed like a, a very long time. And it wasn't that long at all. Probably less than a month. And it wasn't like continuously. But out of convenience, I did it, you know, because it was closer to work. And at the time, I was living in the central part of the island at the time. And so going to work every day was a chore. It was about 45 minutes to an hour drive. On the way back, it wasn't so bad because there was no traffic. But anyways, the first year was like that. So very first, I mean, it was kind of like I was in between places when that was happening, when I was living in my car, I was in between places. And long story short, I was living somewhere. Things didn't pan out. I didn't have the money necessarily to rent somewhere else immediately. So I was full of that few weeks to a month living in my car. Thankfully, a friend of mine that I knew through another friend, or actually I met through another friend, and we became friends prior to that event happening. And they basically, he let me stay with them. The daughter actually, the daughter, but the father basically was my friend, the daughter, we were more of acquaintances. But anyways, so they would let me stay at their place throughout that time. Which I thought was pretty cool. So I had a roof over my head if I really needed it. And I and I really did really I appreciated that. I I thanked them. It was a very it's not an easy thing. I mean at the very least I could sleep on the lazy boy and not have to worry about, you know, somebody tapping on the window or something like that. Which never really happened to me, but it does happen to people. 
So anyway, I know it's really personal. I haven't really told many people this, and but it is a thing that happened to me in the past, about a good, almost 13 years ago. But after that point, things got better. I moved in town. I got closer to my workplace. Things were on the up and up. But they weren't like where I wanted them to be. So over time, I, because I worked like in the middle of Waikiki basically. Waikiki, Ala Moana, I did that. <laughs> Waikiki is, living in Waikiki is like living in any, any large city where a lot of tourists and other crazy stuff happens. Get homeless people yelling at the top of their lungs at 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. People were you know, crashing the parked cars or whatever. It happened. It happened. It all happened. And during that time, I met the friend that I mentioned before. And we were roommates. We were roommates actually for, I want to say, a few years. We were bad roommates, by the way. <laughs> Who are not good roommates. And uh, anyway, that's a story for a different day. But we became really good friends. Back best, I would say best friends in the sense of Hawaii. Because I have a best friend back home. So, But anyways, things only really got better. I would, I wasn't really into meditating back then. But I was into making affirmations. I'd go out, literally, I'd go to the ocean and just say what I wanted. Again, that comes, that topic came back up, right? What, do, what does Michelle really want? And so I would go out there. At, at a time, it was like every night. I would go out there and be like, this is what I want. I would do the same thing when I was at work. Work for me wasn't like a lot. It was basically doing security. And so being a presence. Most of the time I didn't talk to people. And one store I worked at, barely anybody came in the store. I don't wonder how business was, but their stuff was expensive for a reason. Anyways, I would practice that, you know, stating my affirmations, making my list, writing down my goals in life. It afforded me that kind of job afforded me ample time to do that. I had no excuse, I had no reason not to do it. And so I did it. And I would go on to do other types of jobs and that sort of thing. And, and I always had time. It wasn't like I was always busy doing something. Now certain things came up you know, in recent years that was like, well, I didn't really have a lot of time to do it, but I had enough time to do it. And even at home, I could do it. It's not like I don't have any time at all. So anyways, it only got better. Now I'm thinking to myself, present day, because the question came up. I was talking to a third friend, and I was telling her that well, I actually told a few friends this, even including the ones I just mentioned. I told them all this in one, one way, shape, or form that I don't know, or rather, I don't plan on being in Hawaii 
forever. I even told my mom this. And I told her that I, I, I stated this. I made this statement because I was like, well, analytically speaking, it's not financially smart for me or anybody. I guess basically my, the primary reason why I was thinking about this at the time was like, well, unless I made so much money, then it wouldn't be financially savvy to remain here because it makes sense, right? In my mind, this is my thought process. And so, and I would, I would go on to tell like a few other people, not everybody, I haven't told everybody this, but most of my closer friends I tell, you know, I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. And then I started like looking, just, just kind of like looking out, you know, different states where I'd like to go, you know, different places, what are the housing costs, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then I had this epiphany Right, I had to stop. And so last week when I made that mindfulness log that didn't record, I thought about it even more and more. In fact, it came to me when I was standing in this very spot and asked myself the question, what is it that you really want, Michelle? And that question just kept, it wasn't the very first time the question came up, but it was like the more and more I avoided it, the more and more that it would just poke at me. And so in this mindfulness log that I made that didn't record, it doesn't really matter that I didn't record. The fact of the matter is I stated and made the statement to the universe. And I told the universe, I put it out there what I wanted. I went from love, my love life, I went to my business, my photography, friendships. I, I went down the list of things that are important to me. And then I got to Hawaii. What is it that I really want? The question kept just jabbing at me. What do you want, Michelle? What do you want? And so, I'm not a master at this. I'm a, I'm a regular person like anybody else. I'm just self-aware. In fact, I'm more self-aware than I've ever been in my life. And so when the question came, I had to answer it. And so I answered. I said that in so many ways, it doesn't really matter so much that I remain in Hawaii, but I would like to stay as long as I can. And the only things that are like really the X factor for me, the factor X being it's expensive. X is expensive. And that came up multiple times. It's a, it's a very analytical thing. It's expensive. It is expensive. But it's not impossible. And so most people are like, well, you're lucky. And I guess I kind of am. I've never, and by the way, I don't believe in like that kind of luck, like, oh, just it happened. But rather, luck that I created 
because of my mindset. My mindset throughout the whole time I've been here, throughout even throughout the dark times I was living in my car, is things are going to work out. Things are going to work out. I would say that. I would go out to the ocean. I would say that. Things are going to work out. Things are going to get better. Things are going to work out. Things are going to get better. Things are going to work out. Things are going to get better. And they got better. Everything worked out. And it worked out. And it kept working out. Kept working out. I was never at a point. I mean, there was a few times that I couldn't pay X bill. But that was very rare. And I'm thankful for my mom, you know, for helping me out during those dark times. But everything up to this point has always worked out. Even before coming here, prior to the military, things have always worked out. I even go back to my mom, for example. I don't know how she did it. I don't know how she did it, how she pulled it off, you know, having... My brother, my sister, and myself, we're living in the big city, living in my father's foster parents' basement. That all happened. And when I look back at it, we went back to that basement when I was older. Because we had, we had moved out of there. We moved to a better place, a much better place. Two-story house with a basement. We were no longer living in just a basement. We were living in a house with a basement. And it wasn't like, it was a nice, relatively nice part of the city. We weren't in the bad part of town, even though there were some not so good parts of town nearby. So starting from that, I don't know how my mom did it, She's from the south. She went to the north. We lived in the basement for some years that I can remember. We were always in that basement. And to a certain point where we got out of that basement. We went to another city, a smaller city. An actual house with a basement. I go back to that point because I remember it. So prior to me becoming self-aware about it, things have always worked out for my mom. And I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it has a lot to do with her faith. And that propelled her just to keep going. And I'm sure in so many ways, she was like, Things are going to get better. Things are going to work out. Things always work out. Things are going to get better. Things always work out. Things will get better. And she had, she had to have made that aff- affirmation because I've heard some things. My sister told me some things that mom had told her that I never knew about. And that's, that's a story for a different day, but just thinking about that reminds me how things have for the most part always worked out for me not because I believe that things things would never work out but for some reason 
things always do. And so in that sense, I am lucky. I've essentially created my own luck. And what, what does this have to do with anything? What does this have to do with the cognitive loop? It's exactly the point. The loop is believing something a certain way for so long that it becomes almost solidified in lifestyle. I wake up every morning, I go to bed at night. I wake up in the morning, I go to bed at night, and I keep telling myself a certain thing. And I believe this certain thing. And I keep, we believe it, we all do it. We all do it in one way, shape, or form, unless you're self-aware, unless you've realized that you can go beyond that loop, go beyond that lifestyle. And like I said, I'm not perfect at this. I've just realized it. And so now I tell all my friends, the ones that care, the ones that I care, I mean, I care about all my friends, let me put it that way. But the ones that care about what I have to say, I suppose the ones that don't aren't really my friends, but I don't have anybody like that really. So anyways, I've started telling my friends this sort of thing that that's not to limit themselves. Even my friend that's moving to the other part of the island, I know he has a harder time with it because all about it's all about the analytics. And I'm like, he's been living in the same place for years. And that, that topic came up. And I'm like, so it's an upgrade. I mean, you're moving in with your girlfriend. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's a big decision, right? And he's moving out of this place he's been for years. And I don't know if he realizes or not. I don't think he's self-aware to it, but I'm self-aware. I'm, I'm aware to the fact that things for him has also gotten better over the years. But I also believe that certain people are so analytical that that's their limit. I'm all about the numbers. If numbers don't match up, I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to stay in my lane. And in some ways, staying in your lane is great. Like living below your means is a plus if you live in a place that's expensive like Hawaii. Not that you should live beyond your means, but what I'm saying is that, and what all this has to do with the cognitive loop is the fact that I know what I want, or at least I'm closer to it at this point. And so, Knowing that answer, knowing what I want, because what I want is essential. Because if I don't know what I want, then yeah, I'm, I'm subject to a lot of other factors, such as not having enough money. It's never been a problem. I haven't always had enough, but now I have more than enough. It's always worked out. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's always worked out. And it's not just by myself either. I can say that, oh, well, I created my, my existence from nothing, and no, that's not true. Definitely knowing people, putting yourself out there, making those affirmations, meditating, 
everything matters except for the things that doesn't and that's a different topic so I'm self-aware I know the answer to the question that I've asked myself at least I'm more attuned with it knowing what I want is essential and if I don't know that if you don't know that answer like I said you're going to be subject to a lot of things they're going to pull you this way it's going to pull you that way next thing you know you're living a lifestyle that you, you yourself created because we all created right and whether it's good or bad we create the lifestyle because of the way we think about it now I know in certain there are circumstances people don't really control their their outcome or whatever but it's again it's how you react to any any given thing in life I don't think there's a perfect situation everybody in one way shape or form if they react a certain way if you react in a positive way things are great even if you're even if you're you're dirt poor you're not dirt poor if you your outcome is if you're looking at it from a certain way uh, and you keep a positive mindset you might be the wealthiest motherfucker ever at least in heart but anyway, going back to the cognitive loop that I myself have found in myself is that because my friend asked me the question, how long are you going to be in Hawaii? And I told her, well, I don't really know. I told her, well, it matters. It, it kind of comes down to a few things. It comes down to the cost, and it comes down to whether I can cover those costs. But the thing I realize, those things are important. However, they're not as is they're not as they're not as is important. Am I saying that right? They're not as important than knowing what I want, setting the goal for myself. Knowing the desire for myself, if I wanted to stay here, let's say I, you know, my answer is I want to stay here. I'm kind of up in the air right now as far as that goes, but I would like to stay as long as I can. But let's just say that I want to stay here forever. What would I have to do, or rather, what what is my thought process? What does it have to be for me to remain here? Right? That's what it comes down to. Some people will fight tooth and nail. I think it's easier for people that were born and raised here to remain here. They have family, they have friends, they have that network. I don't have such a strong network like that. Like I can live in my parents' house. I can't do that. I don't have that option. Not here at least. And not that I would want to. So that bears begs the question, what is it that I would have to th- think about? Of course I'm considering the finances. Of course I'm that's on my mind, but is it the most important thing? I don't I don't believe so. Because the very thing keeps me in a box. It says, well, I have to go. Eventually I have to go because will I be able to cover those expenses? 
Well, in in the years I've been here, it's not been an issue. It's only been an issue the first year I was here, and ever since then, it's not been an issue. So now, because if you really think about it, my desire and goal back then, a year, you know, 13 years ago, was to survive. Initially, that's what it was. It was to survive. I first time and well, second time in my lifetime that I moved somewhere that I was unfamiliar with. But it's the first time I've been away from my hometown for so long. My first residential establishment away from the comforts of home. So as you can tell, there was a lot of uncertainty. I didn't know how it would I didn't know how any of it plan pan out. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take the chance. I'm gonna take the chance. I'm gonna just do it. And we'll see where it goes. That was my thought process back then. And I was only positive. If I was negative, I would have been like, well, I don't know. I'm just gonna go back home. I'm gonna live with live with my parents. At the time it was my mom. I'm gonna live with my mom. Mom's great. And I lived with my mom a.k.a. my parents, for years. Even past the age of 21. It wasn't until the age of 24 that I moved out because I enlisted in the military. I got out of there. I figured it was a good option. In fact, one of the best options, one of the best options and opportunities to come out of, come out of it. And as a result, through time opportunity and even just being here was like dumb luck essentially originally it was not even like I never imagined in my life that I would be in Hawaii of all places let alone traveling the world but being here and making this my hometown, that was never a thought process. I, yeah, I can go back 20 years, 20 years. It was not a thought process. 20 years ago, I wanted to go to California. I wanted to go to California for various reasons, different reasons. I actually thought about that too. That never happened. Or rather, it actually did happen. I did go to California for a very little bit. Throughout this time, Hawaii was my permanent, well, became my permanent res residency. I went to California for school for military. Ironically, right? Because I wanted to go to California, but for different reasons. But it's ironic, right? Going to California, having the desire to go to California prior, previous to that, and then actually getting there. California was nice. I was in Point Loma and in San Diego, like right nearby. But point is, I got there, 
I enjoyed it. But I did that. It was a part. I wasn't even there for the reasons I you know, originally wanted to go there. But the point is, I got there. And then Hawaii came up. I was like, wow. I had the option. I chose the option. And I actually didn't get the option. But I got it by default. <laughs> like I said, it was dumb luck. It was dumb luck. Dumb luck. But I had the mindset. I made a goal for myself. Goals for myself. And eventually those things came to life. They bear fruit. So now when I think about having to stay in Hawaii and why am I so worried about a negative outcome of not having enough money? Of course, wanting to sustain and then go beyond is always it's a thought process, but it's I don't believe it should be the main thought process that drives me. Rather, my goal, if I choose to stay here, and let's just say I want to be here forever, then I can create that lifestyle by my mindset. Of course, the work has to be put in, but the mindset is the most important thing. Without the mindset, without the drive, without the goal, the objective, and the dream, and the passion, and all that, everything else goes out the window. You know, years ago, I could have been like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm uncertain of the future. I could have just went back home and lived with mom. I wonder how it would have turned out. I wonder how things would be if I had done that. The friends that I would have, it was an option. It was an option I did not choose because I already knew in so many ways how it would turn out. In so many ways, I knew what the future was like. If I made that choice, I didn't know everything, but I had an idea. Nothing against my friends back home, but a lot of them my best friend's he's doing something, he's, he's working, but for the most part, the lifestyle that I saw for myself was not the lifestyle that I wanted for myself. And I chose another path, I chose an alternative one. So now that I'm more self-aware about this cognitive loop that's been driving me for the past few years because of uncertainty that exists is it should be something more on the lines of what is what is it that Michelle wants what is it that I really want of course money is always gonna be a something but it shouldn't be everything and so now that I'm thinking about this stuff, it's become more apparent to me that if things have always worked out for me, and I believe things are always will work out for me, and things will continually to get better, then it shouldn't be a big deal. I 
shouldn't be a big deal that I remain here if that's what I really want, right? Of course, putting in the work, but having the mindset to believe that I can go beyond. That's never a problem. It's not an issue, right? That's kind of where I've gone with this whole podcast is that we we get in these cognitive loops. We live this life out, this certain pattern. We get up every day and we live the same life. And we wonder so long after the fact, where did it all go wrong? Or couldn't it have been better? And I hope that, I hope that we don't get to a point and not, I guess anybody, anybody that knows me or anyone that listens to this podcast that I hope they never get to a point where we're regretful. Because that's at the end of everything in life as we knew it, know it, is if we don't accomplish the things that we want to do, and granted, we may not accomplish everything that we want to do, but for the most part, we should figure out that pathway, that the dreams and the goals, the list of everything, that we accomplish most of those things. At least most of the most important things, right? I feel like if you don't do that, that's called regret. That's like, well, I had the chance. What happened? If you have the chance, you have the opportunity, take it. You never know when you'll get another chance to do it. So at my my age, I know I appear young, one of the things I know Brian Scott had mentioned about, it has a whole episode about being lucky. Of course, it's not about luck. It's about essentially creating your own luck. And so that kind of led me to make the mindfulness pod, pod, or, well, the mindfulness log and then now podcast. Because then it kept coming up. The topic kept coming up, coming up, coming up. Talking, about, talking to my friends about it now. So now I'm like, okay, now I got to make a podcast. This is what we're here for. What's the next podcast? It's about breaking up, breaking past those cognitive loops that we've created. We ourselves created for ourselves. And wondering, could life have been better? Absolutely. It's all about how you look at it. It's not about the cost. It's about going past that. If that's our only limiting factor, then all we gotta do is go beyond that limiting factor, right? If my friend is concerned about going out and splurging, it's not a concern because he won't do it anyways. He knows what he wants. He wants to go skydiving. He wants to do something fun. But those things don't involve splurging. That's planned. So I'm like, 
why don't you go do those things? Why don't you make the, the dream, the objective, the goal to do those things? He's like, you know, you know what? You got a good point. Because it's not the very first time I thought about it. I had to think about it in my own life before I'm like, bro, I had this epiphany. We'll say last week. But it came prior to that. I had this epiphany last week about the same thing. Thinking to myself, could I really stay here? That was my concern. That's my thought process. Could I really stay here? And then telling my friends, you know, I don't know if I'll be here forever. What if I wanted to stay here forever? Could I do it? Well, with everything that I've learned up to this point and everything that I have been through and observed, yes, I could do it if I really wanted to. If that's my desire, I could stay here forever. The same is equally true that if I believe that, well, it's not financially smart, um, I'm going to move somewhere else, then that'll be my path. The path is equally correct. Whether you can or can't, it's the same. It's the thought process. It's what you think about it. Either way is accomplish a goal. If I think a certain way about something, oh, I don't know if I can do it, man. Guess what? That's where your life is going to lead. That's where your path is going to go. That's where you're leading yourself. That's essentially what's happening. Whether you know it or not, that's going to happen. That's what's happening. And that's why it's important to be self-aware of these things. I haven't been self-aware for very long for this, this sort of thing, but I've always had a positive mindset. So I realized that. I realized I've always had a positive mindset. Things are going to get better and things always work out. That's been, my mind, that's been my mindset for years. And guess what? Things have always gotten better and things have always worked out. It's not just like, me making up stuff, saying, oh, oh, yeah, I'm just, of course I got to put in the work. I got to get out of the house every now and then. I got to talk to people. I got to do certain things. I got to take certain opportunities. But those opportunities have been great. I've made friends. I've made those connections. It hasn't always been easy. Like I said, that first year, uh, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about this right now. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. That first year was rough because I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any connections. I didn't have any roots planted. I knew very few people out here. And for, those, for the very most part, those very few people that I knew out here helped me out in so many ways. They may never know. They may never know how much they helped me out. And not even that I'm like asking for a favor or, or, or asking for handouts. No. I'm very cordial when it comes to that sort of thing. But that happened. And now I'm here. I'm standing here in the middle of this park 
And I've made those affirmations. I've put it out to the universe once again. And I will continually do so until I get what I desire in life for myself. And I think that's the most important thing that we have to remember is that we have to first set the goals, set our vision. If we don't know our vision, if we don't know our goals, we're subject to the whims of other people's dreams and goals in life. You'll continually to do that job that you hate because you yourself don't even know what you want. I know because I've been there. I did a crappy job for years. And that's when I decided, no. Even though I was fired from that job, being fired was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the best thing that happened to me because that set me on a different path. It was not a path of regret. It was a path that I saw, I didn't even know. I had no idea how it'd work out. But I figured, hey, let's join the military. Let's see how it works out. Let's get out of this town. Let's go beyond this. Let's travel for a bit. Let's meet people we've never met before. I haven't always been passionate about that sort of thing because I don't really, it's kind of like, uncertainty is like a wall, right? You see a wall, but you can't see past it. That's what uncertainty is. I know, I know it too well. But don't make it such a wall that you can't see past it. It's okay to be like unsettled because you don't know what's gonna happen. I know, that's life. It's not always easy to be excited for something you don't even know. (laughs) That's essentially life. Right? So I'm telling you this because I'm going through this. We all go through it at some point. But very few people are self-aware. Very few people know the true power that they actually hold. If they don't need to believe in themselves. That they can go beyond that loop. That continuous loop that drives them every day to do the same exact thing over and over and over and over and over but we're we're not robots we're not animals some people would think we're animals we're beyond that we can control our destinies if we truly desire i believe it even if i'm not fully aware of the power that i hold i am more aware of it now than i ever have been somebody just changing your mindset just a little bit believing that things will get better things will always work out I want you to keep that in your mind next time you wake up in the morning that's what you say to yourself things will get better things will always work out and you keep keep saying that thing you keep Going to the mirror every morning. You keep saying that to yourself. You keep doing it every day without fail. And believe it. Don't just say it idly. Believe it. 
And I can't guarantee you anything. But what I can say is that if you truly believe what you say, it will eventually bear fruit. It'll eventually happen. Whether you want it to or not, if you believe it'll happen, of course you gotta want it to happen, right? But that's the very thing. That's kind of the whole point of this whole thing, right? We need to know what we want. If we know what we want, we won't end up in this vicious cycle, as Dr. Joe Dispenza puts it, a vicious life cycle, in so many words, of doing the same thing every day and, and, and not going beyond that. But we all know, well, if you know, you know, and if you're self-aware, you know you can, you can go beyond that. I'm not an expert at this. I'm not a master at it. I'm learning like a lot of other people are. But I also believe that you never really are a master and you continuously learn in life. A lot of people don't even know who they are, what they want. If you know at least that much, that takes like most of the issue right there. I believe that if you at least know that, That'll fix most of the problem, most of your issues. If you at least have a goal, what exactly do you want in life? If you don't know, you'd better find out. Because if you don't find out, somebody is going to make you find out what they want in life. And then you'll become part of their dream in life. If that's what you truly want, Go for it. Be happy. If you don't want that, and you want something a little bit more, then you gotta know at least that. Anyways, I think I'm done. I get a little bit passionate sometimes about this sort of thing. So before I conclude, I want you to think about it like this. I know I've harped on it. I don't want to beat a dead horse. But think about it like this. If you don't know what your goal is, you'll be lost. You'll be subject to somebody else's dream and goals in life. If you do know, if you have an idea of what your goal and dream in life is, write it down. Get a journal. Get a pad write it down typing it out is one thing writing it down is a totally different ball game I'll, I will give you one better if you say want something like, uh, like a brand new bike I want a bike find the picture of that bike print it out put it on a wall put it in a notebook I don't care where you put it as long as you can see it as long as you can see it every day And if you at least know that much, you have the information, you have the data, oh, this is what I want. Something so small, right? I just want a bike. I want a brand new bike. That's something small, that's something big for you. That's what you want, right? So if you at least know a little bit about, a little bit about your desire in life and what you want in life, there's a saying, 
Like knowledge is half the battle, right? Half the battle was already won if you at least know that much. And everything else is the mind. The mind is more powerful than you realize. It's the very thing that should drive you. Because that's you driving yourself. No longer are you subject to the whims of somebody else's driving the bus. I mean, yeah, you might work for somebody else, but you still have your own desires, goals, objectives, and passions in life. If you don't have that or know what that is, well, you're subject to that. In one way, shape, or form, we may be subject to that, but if we know, then we'll eventually get out of that. We'll eventually... But I mean, everybody has a different goal in life, right? Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to own their own business. Not everybody wants to be a millionaire. Some people are fine with being the best salesman ever. And that's fine. If you enjoy it at your passion, go do it a thousand percent times two. Just do it. At least know your goal, know your passion, know what you want out of life. That's half the battle right there. At least knowing that much, you're good. You're golden. Things are going to work out. Things always work out. Things will get better. Keep reciting that until it's real. Until it's solidified. Because right now, if you don't believe that, you don't have a goal in your life, what's solidified is the very thing that you do every day in your life. And that becomes you. That becomes your lifestyle. I'm just telling you of a way to go beyond that. By no means I'm perfect at it at all. But I have gotten a lot better. Anyways, let me get off here. I don't want to be, beat the dead horse. But anyways, that's what I wanted to say for today. In today's podcast, another excerpt from my life. But those things are important. I know... Anyway, let me get out of here. I hope you guys have enjoyed this journey with me today. I know I got a little bit of passionate. This wasn't like a meditation podcast at all. I don't know if I'll ever do those, but if I ever do, I don't think I'll be screaming and yelling. <laughs> it'll be a different... It'll be a different... Uh, different vibe. But if you guys are ever curious or... Have any questions or anything, any concerns like that? Please let me know in the comments. Please like and follow, and or subscribe if this benefits you or know anybody that will benefit from this. And I will catch you on the next. Be safe, stay creative, and never limit yourself. Cheers, everybody.